Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Smith takes a knee. The game is over. And the Cardinals are in deep trouble. They're now three and six. Big trouble indeed. Dave Pash with the final call yesterday. Seahawks beat the Cardinals 31-21 as we welcome you into the 5 o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo show live from the Aching Community Studios. Oh, I heard you. Oh, no. Click a tongue like you're ready to I'm, jump in there. No? I'm just I'm just waiting, chomping at the bit, waiting for you to go. <laughs> what, what are you waiting to say? What's no, on your I, mind, I just, son? Listen, I, it is. I mean, I said on Friday that if we got here today and the Cardinals lose their fourth game in five, four out of five, and they're three and six, even with eight games left, I, I can't realistically look everybody in the face or talk to you and tell you, though, there's still a chance that everything's going to be fine. Just be patient and one win at a time. No, I... I at three and six, this is done. The Cardinals are not going to the playoffs this year. The math doesn't work. Okay, the math just doesn't work for a team that's three and six and lost has lost four out of its last five football games to think that they're going to go seven and one down the stretch to get to ten wins, six and two minimum, or six and two minimum. Yeah, to think that that's possible, I think, is a pipe dream. Not based on the way that we've seen this football team play. It's not a good football team, and injuries have been a major factor for sure. But it's overall, it's just not a team that's capable of winning the, the mass amount of games that you're going to need to get into the playoffs. No, I mean certainly, is it is it possible that a team that started three and six could go seven and one? And they're yeah, sure, yeah, but not a team that's but, got no. But this team, Buda Baker, yeah. now this team, you know. It's, is it possible that a team can do that? Yes. Is it possible that this team can do that? I agree with you. As much as it pains me to say it, I don't want to. I don't want to say this at this point of the season. It's November seventh, right? We're still we're still three weeks away from Thanksgiving. I don't want to sit here and say this about a football team right now. But I, look, if we're being honest about this, and and that's what we hope you come to us for is honesty. The Arizona Cardinals are one of the five worst football teams in the NFL. Yes. One of the trending to have a top ten pick in this draft. It's, it's just that they're 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 not their wins this year have been against the two win Raiders. They're awful. The two win Carolina Panthers. They've already fired their coach. Saints. The three and five Saints, who are probably going to be the three and six Saints after they get done with the Ravens. Yeah, they haven't been a good team. Football. They have not been a good team. Close to in fact, you add up like the win percentage of the opponents that they've beaten. Big shocker. It's the worst in the NFL. Right? I mean, and of course you would expect that given their schedule. Their, what's the stat that I sent you today? They've been trailing in about 81% of the offensive snaps they've taken so far this year. And they're double digit trailing like 30% of the offensive snaps they've taken this year. They're just not that good. And, and, and so, yeah, A team. Finishing seven and one, yes. This team, this team hasn't shown us one shred of proof that they're capable of being that team. Not one. I don't like saying that. No. I don't like admitting that this time of year. But to do anything else, it would just be disingenuous. It, it wouldn't be they're me not losing telling you games. what I thought. They're not losing games on a fluke. They're losing games because they're just not good enough. Their defense has gone three games in a row, giving up more than 30 points. Their offense has scored one touchdown in the first quarter of the entire season, and that was this week. I think they have a total of like 13 points in the first quarter. They're always playing from behind. There's a massive 
amount of injuries. Buda Baker today goes on the injured list with a high ankle sprain. You've got no Justin Pugh, no Rodney Hudson, no DJ Humphreys. You just got Connor back. Hollywood Brown is out. There's just too, there's a lot of injuries. They don't play, not playing very well. They're not a very disciplined football team. A lot, how many pre-snap penalties yesterday? Eight. Eight pre-snap penalties yesterday, including back-to-back false start penalties on one drive. Mm-hmm. And you're at home. So, like, to think that they can, you know, now listen, I hope they fight. And I, and I hope that they play hard and I hope that they come together and they, they, they could get some momentum going towards next season and, and win a few games and shock some people and give a, give people a reason to believe in his team again. But right now, you know, this team is up against it. Like they, they have dug themselves a hole that they are just not going to be able to recover from. All right, the stat that I botched, I just wanted to make sure I said this right out of yeah. fairness. The Cardinals have now trailed for 80.3% of their offensive snaps. That's the highest rate in the league. The Cardinals have trailed by Double digits for 38.4 of their offensive snaps, highest rate in the league. So basically, over a third of their offensive snaps they've taken this year, they've been chasing two scores in a game. And that's all part of the kind of the evidence here. Now, we would be remiss in our duties if we didn't point out, and I know fans don't want to hear this for a second, and this is not us making an excuse for them. This is just us pointing out fact, okay? The injuries they've suffered, in particular on the offensive line, have been devastating. Devastating. I've just been dead. You're, sure. You're going in yesterday with your backup right guard, backup center, backup left guard. That's a recipe for disaster. And you're playing a wide receiver 80% of your snaps that got here about 14 days ago. Yes. Who... Re honestly should be a little better acclimated than he's been so far. He got here two weeks around the league. Your center got here a month ago, but he just got here. Your center came a month ago. Yeah, one month ago he wasn't even training camp with the team. A month ago, your starting center got here on on October fifth. It's a part of the conversation, and it's got to be a part of the conversation. But that's also part of the conversation going forward. To sit here and just say, "Well, it's all because of the injuries." Well, guess what's not going away? The injuries aren't going away. No, you can't make an excuse for it. Their offensive line is still going to be beat to hell next week. Mm -hmm. Buda Baker's still not going to be available next week. He's still going to be out for Hollywood Brown's two three. Hollywood Brown's not coming back anytime soon. This is who they are, and who they are isn't. Good enough. It isn't. It nope. hasn't been this year, and it's not now. It's not good enough. And now, listen, if everybody, if they were the Minnesota Vikings and everybody stayed healthy, there'd probably be a different outcome in, a, in some of these games. But there's a lot of things that point to this This team. Just their offense isn't good. They throw too many screen passes. They averaged 3.5 yards per pass yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's the distance between me and you. We're like, going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, but there's, yeah. A, there's just a lot of things. Defensively, it was a mess yesterday. That just come into play. I mean, and this year, you've had three different kickers, right? You've had Prater. You've had Blankenship. You've had Amendola. Like things, this is just not the Cardinals' year. It's not their year. It's just the things have not gone well enough for them. And they've, they've, they've lost some games they probably should have won. They probably won a game they should have lost against the Raiders. Definitely. Right? They probably won that game and they should have lost that game. But all in, but in the end, this is just not a good enough football team. Nope. No, it's not. And Cliff Kingsbury, after the game, talked about the disappointments. Yeah, they're all tough. But um, once again, guys played hard, just disjointed, um, you know, penalties, little things over and over and over and getting behind. And 
weren't able to pull ourselves out of it. And you got to give them credit. They're a good team playing at a high level. Um, I was really impressed with how they've gotten better each and every week, and they did what they had to do to win. And obviously, the noise right now surrounding Cliff Kingsbury, it's probably about as loud as it's ever been. Nothing happened today. Nothing's going to happen today. Nothing's going to happen, at least in the foreseeable future. And by that, I mean at least for another week, right? I, I would expect, and I don't have sources on this, I would expect, frankly, nothing happens until the end of the season. I, I just think perceptually the organization isn't going to want to fire a head coach that had just extended nine, ten months ago. I just think that's a bad look, and they don't want to have that bad look. Whether that should be a part of the equation or not, I think it is part of the equation. I'd be really surprised if something happened with Cliff before the end of the year. I really, really would. I mean, unless things just really... Unless he loses the team. Unless the guys are just like, just, you know... You know, you, you've had Kyler and Cliff spats. We had a Kyler and Hopkins spat we never talked about. We had a, a little spat between those two. They were kind of not yelling at each other, but you could see it was a little animated on the sidelines yeah. between the but two of them. But even the lost the team thing, Steve Wilkes lost the team. Yes. And they still kept him through they the did. end of the year. They did. Because they knew it would not be a great look to fire a coach before he even gives you one year. And I think it's a it's a not as bad, but it's similarly bad. To give the coach the boot after you just extended it. Look, 10 I don't ago. think it just in a, in a nutshell, I don't think Cliff in these next eight games is is coaching to get the Arizona Cardinals in the playoffs. I think he's coaching for his job. I think he is coaching for his job to, to finish strong, play some good games, get this offense figured out, get Kyler back on track, make people believe that you're the right guy for them. Whether you can do that or not, I don't know, but that's what I think he's coaching for. Text the word DEVILS to 620-620, your chance to win VIP field and tailgate passes to see ASU take on Oregon State, courtesy of Bar S. Again, text the word DEVILS to 620-620. What is the reason this offense has been so bad? Plus, we put a big bow on this big red Monday next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Going back and forth, whether you're passing on or not, let's talk a couple weeks ago. Has that been a topic that's been brought back up or still just business as usual? Yeah, it hasn't. We'll keep keep it as it is. I was Tyler Drake, our own Tyler Drake, with a question for Cliff Kingsbury today. Have there been any conversations about a new play caller? And Cliff said there have been no conversations about a new play caller. We're going to keep it going for another week. He was very open hey, to can't it. can't fix what's not broken. <laughs> Can he fix what is broken? Can't fix what's not yeah. broken. Yeah, he, 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 I don't know if he can fix what is broken because this Cardinals offense is broken. Broken. It is broken. I mean, yeah. they crossed midfield three times yesterday. They had three possessions where they got more than one first down. It's it's right now. It's it's they scored fourteen points on offense yesterday. Now, granted, that's a better Seattle defense that they're playing against. But anybody who watched that game, I, I mean, you've pointed it out many, many times. The average yards per completion for Kyler Murray was quite literally me to you. The distance between you and the kid in your car right now, but in the back seat, that's the distance. Three and a half yards. You are. Well, actually, no, that's not me to you. We're like six feet apart. 
We're like two oh, yards. We're two yards. We're like two yards apart. Okay, if I move a little bit and you move yeah, a little yeah, bit, exactly. we can make three yards work. <laughs> just, I'm just trying the, the theater of the mind. I was trying to present an accurate picture here. All right, it's, it's we're not quite three and a half yards, but you know you what get we the mean. point. It's you get the awfully, point. They're not throwing the ball. I don't throw the ball anywhere. It's screen, screen, screen. The offense is blah, blah, blah. There's nothing sure to is. it. Sure is. It's it's boring. Yeah. It, there's no rhythm to the. There's no rhythm. Nope. There's zero rhythm to this offense. This is Cliff's offense. It's terrible. I mean, now, you know, you, 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 you know, what came first, the, uh, the, the chicken or the egg? Like, is it Cliff or is it Kyler? I mean, it's, Ky- it's probably both, right? Oh, it's definitely both. It's I, definitely I mean, it's, both. For being responded, it's both, of course. Like, I mean, is Cliff going home at night? Man, these plays are good. These guys are wide open. He's, yeah, he's, Kyler's missing wide open guys. Like I said before, the problem with this offense is the first guy's not open. The Cardinals are in a boatload of trouble because Kyler's not going through it and making, looking at the other guys. I, here's the play call. Okay. This one's going here. Okay, if that's not open, Kyler bails. He runs. He tries to get out of the pocket. He tries to improvise. I mean, he doesn't improvise after his third or fourth read. He improvises when the first guy's not open. Yeah, but to your point, to think that, okay, Kyler's gone and it's Cliff with somebody else or Cliff's gone and it's Kyler with somebody else. I mean, like You, you can't remove one from the equation and think that everything's just going to get better. It's Kyler. It's Cliff. It's both. It's Kyler's limitations. It's Cliff trying to manage Kyler's limitations and not doing a very good job of it. And it's an offense that, look, quite frankly, this time a year ago, before he got hurt, Kyler Murray was one of the best in the league at accuracy down the field. It was a major part of the arsenal for the Cardinals. Absolutely. Major. That's we- Gone. Gone. That does that is does not exist in this offense. What was the longest pass play yesterday? Like eighteen yards? No, it was the touchdown pass to Hop and he was it was all him. It went like right. five yards in the air and it was it was a twenty two yard that was the longest pass play by the Cardinals yesterday. Okay, twenty two yards. Twenty two yards, but it was all the Hopkins. Hopkins. It was about six yards in the air from Kyler. God, to they just hop. don't throw the ball. Down. No, and you figured when they got Hollywood Brown, they, they like they would throw it more. And then you got you get Robbie Anderson. What was it? Oh, he's speed. He's big and he's got a lot of speed. Rondell Moore is a speed guy. It's just I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Kyler has regressed to a level that you know you really wish that they didn't give him that contract extension. You wish that they would have you know held held firm and just you know made a decision after this year whether you want to tag him or not. And I know you would have had an argument with the agent because he wasn't going to play for $5 million. I get it. But man, if they would have stuck to their guns right now, it looks like that would have been the prudent thing to do. At the time, me and you both said, you got to take it. You got to bet on the kid. I get it. You got to bet on the kid. But right now, that bet doesn't look like a Mattress Mac bet at all. $75 million. I don't hindsight that one. I really, You know what? I really don't. I don't, I don't feel like the Curdles had much of a choice. I, I feel like they had to invest in the kid. They had to, they had, the, the alternative was he goes somewhere else and he's great. Now you really look foolish. You had to invest in him. You had to give it a shot. Now you need to find a coach and you need to find out whether Cliff is that coach who will maximize the value of Kyler Murray, who will extract the very best out of Kyler. Kyler Murray. And right now, that is not this offense. Right now, that is not Cliff Kingsbury. Now, that doesn't mean a change happened today, but that's the biggest question moving forward because Kyler's not going anywhere. Kyler's locked in. All the other positions, all the other spots, all the other jobs, they're all interchangeable. Not Kyler. You got to find a guy who's going to make Kyler be great. And if it's not Cliff, then you're going to have to find somebody else. Your investment is not in Cliff, your investment is in Kyler. 
and you've got to find somebody that will be listening. Can you bring somebody in that he'll, res- you know, that he'll respect more? Uh, now, listen, I Cliff, Cliff's probably going to get eight weeks to see if he can get this turned around. Okay, maybe he'll finish strong. Who knows? Maybe he will. We'll see. But the Cardinals' offensive struggles, I'm sure there'll be much more about that over the course of the week for a team that struggled mightily against the Seattle Seahawks. We got Suns basketball coming up here in just a few moments, but before we do, we got two minutes left in the show. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's the Burns and Gambo two-minute warning. Final thoughts on yesterday's Cardinals game. I'm going to start on this one. It is time to stop giving the Cardinals defense a pass. We went through four straight weeks of holding the opposition to under 20 points. That streak has now been broken. Three straight of at least 30 points. Defensively yesterday, the Cardinals gave up 10 of 15 on third downs. 421 yards. I was shocked to read today. The Cardinals are dead last in the NFL in total points allowed. Second to last in points per game allowed. Offense, offense, offense. Put these games on the defense. They're just as responsible for the Cardinal struggles these last few weeks. They can't get off the field. They can't stop teams from racking up yards. They can't stop teams from racking up points. The Cardinals defense has been just a bigger part of the problem. All right, I'll go to the offense. Because the offense has been a problem. Ten possessions in this game. You cross midfield three times. Three times? That's it? Only three of their possessions featured more than one first down. That was it. Three times they got more than one first down. They only had eight first downs in the entire game. 262 yards total for this offense? 140 passing? Oh, and that average... 3.5 yards per completion. I can't get over it. How pathetic that is. D-Hop, who's been great the first two games, he was held in check. He only had three targets after the first drive. They didn't even look to D-Hop anymore. This offense, just as much of a problem as the defense. And if they don't get things figured out really quickly, they might have a top three pick in this draft. That is going to do it for us here on the Burns and Gambo Show on this Big Red Monday. We're breaking early because we've got an early Suns game coming up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Don't worry, though. We'll be back with you tomorrow straight up 2 o'clock right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports league. Have a great night, everyone.